0: You're listening to Online Radio Podcast.
1: A huge listenership, and Alhamdulillah, one of your popular doctors on uh, this show is uh, none other than our own uh, doctor, Dr. Faruq Hafiji, who, mashallah. He's uh, someone that I embraced and celebrated uh, for many, many years and have enjoyed him on all my medical platforms. And alhamdulillah, Allah had also given him the opportunity of hosting uh, his uh, medical shows uh, on uh, many global platforms too. Dr. Farooq Afiji, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi And uh, jazakallah khair uh, once again for joining us on uh, uh, this popular slot, medical files on the uh, platform, the Marka Sahaba, the voice of the Alda Sunnah, Wal Jama'ah. And tell me, how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening, uh, Doctor?
0: Walaykum As Salaam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, and to your listeners. Uh, yes, so we uh, we are enjoying a little bit of uh, a drizzle in Durban, which is very welcome. Uh, the ground is quite dry, so it's lovely that Allah Ta'ala is just watering the whole area. Uh, and in, in preparation for spring coming up very shortly. Uh, so things will start growing now, Shafat, everything is going to start blooming and everything is going to come, Alatara system is wonderful.
1: You know, you say it so beautifully, and you embrace and celebrate nature to such an extent that you can feel the divine decree how it works. You know, so subtly, so beautifully. Spring, summer, autumn, winter, and you know, a dead land that is revived is in life by the leave of our Lord. And then, you know, you find that human beings go through this dormant stage, and then, you know, talk about the symptoms of, you know. Uh, when you sleep, they call sleep a mini-death. And that, you know, a body, that your body, you know, voluntarily or involuntarily, and if you don't, if you deprive yourself of sleep, voluntarily or involuntarily, the body will go into that mode of sleep. You can be said, "No, oh, I'm going to keep myself awake. But that body wants to shut down. Talk to me about that phenomena, doctor.
0: Uh, yes, it is uh, something that we we need to do and something that our body needs. And, and Allah Ta'ala has made us in such a way that uh, we have to sleep, and and somehow or other, no matter what we are doing, that sleep can overwhelm us. And if we don't have enough sleep at night, we are going to feel sleepy during the day, or uh, to catch up on the on the on the sleep we missed at night. And uh, you know, the whole body shuts down actually when we are sleeping at night. The only only sense that remains alert to a certain extent is our hearing. And, and uh, otherwise, the rest of it is just shut completely. So, uh, and, and, and it's a good thing because the hearing warns us if there's any danger or, or if any uh, monster is coming or if any, any beast is coming, uh, we can get up and, and take cover. So Allah Ta'ala in his wisdom has made it so wonderful for us uh, that uh, even during our sleep, uh, we can protect ourselves from any harm that may come to us.
1: Yeah, doctor, you're talking about a hama. What about that mosquito? I don't know if you've got that uh, problem and the mosquito comes and it's zwee and you slap at it and it'll come back 10 minutes later. It keeps on worrying you. I don't know. Now, in our area a month ago, we had like an infestation of mosquitoes coming through because they were not spraying it. So I bought a mosquito net and then I bought this uh, odorous uh, mosquito doom and so forth and spraying it. But, uh, you know, how Allah made even an insect that can irritate us, Doctor?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and uh, and and surprisingly, you know, the thing that attracts the mosquito is carbon dioxide, and and because we breathe out carbon dioxide, that's where the concentration of carbon dioxide is, and that's why the mosquitoes head for our face and our head, uh, and they don't, you know, they, they they can't bite us elsewhere, but they will head for our head and our and our face because that's where the carbon dioxide is. Uh, and uh attara made it, Al-Attara's system, that that's where the skin is very tender, very delicate, very easy to penetrate. Uh, it's not thick skin like on our hands, or it's, it's easy for the mosquito to get in, especially our ear. Skin is very, very light, very thin. It's easy for the mosquito to get in there and get its blood. And we think we are all powerful. We are the superior beings. There's nothing above us. We are above every other animal or insect. And yet this little mosquito here has has a power over us that we cannot uh, we, we cannot um, control and 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 it'll just keep coming and uh, and bothering us
1: That's that said so beautifully, doctor? I can see it graphically, I can see vividly you can be the king or you can be the dawn or you can be the mafia. hey, that mosquito it can get you yeah irritated, but Allah is t- showing us how insi- insignificant we are as insan and he that is most pious, is most high in the eyes of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala and that piety, only Allah knows what's in our hearts, and a uh, beautiful indeed uh, Dr. Kafaji and the other day, uh, I was talking to an Alim friend of mine, and you know, he says, you know, um, Chef, I have uh, lots of people coming to me for counselling and so forth, and one of the topics uh, that we find that uh, we are not... Uh, you know, uh, qualified uh, to address is most of our people in our communities are succumbing to this obsessive uh, compulsive disorder symptoms and, you know, you, I got this other brother that keeps on making a wadu and he said, oh, it's not perfect and he keeps on doing it. He spends about an hour making ablution. Then you have uh, the other sister that will be reading her Nafil Salah, and she said, oh, I missed out uh, a certain ayah, and she reads it for about two, three hours. And then you have another sister that's so obsessive of uh, cleaning that she cleans the house the whole day. And what happens in during these scenarios and uh, during these uh, different types of uh, Challenges are that these uh, brothers and sisters are having is uh, that they neglect the family members, they neglect uh, you know uh, the uh, uh, social responsibilities that they have, or even you know uh, the intermingling or the, 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 the important moments that the husband and wife should have. All that is compromised. Doctor Farooq Afzali, this OCD, I mean, is it a new thing or has it been there for some time, uh, Doctor?
0: No, obsessive compulsive disorder has been around with us for for generations uh, is there all the time. Uh, I suppose it's becoming a little bit more now as people become more fussy about things around them, uh, and um, uh, especially about cleanliness. Uh, but uh, we need to just define what it is. And then if we understand what it is, uh, maybe we can nip a lot of them in the bud uh, when we see these signs in children uh, who are just developing and and start developing these symptoms, Uh, we can try and help them to overcome it before it gets out of hand uh, in the teenage uh, years. So, you know, uh, know, um, most of us have some perfectionistic tendencies. There's a difference between being perfect and having OCD. Being perfect, of course, only Allah Ta'ala is perfect. Nobody else can even come anywhere near Allah Ta'ala's perfection. So we 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 try our best to be as perfect as possible. So we'll do things in a perfect way as far as far as we concern. But I mean, to uh, in, in another standard, that's not that, that's not other's perfection. But we try, and and so so we'll do things in a way that would be perfect. Uh, so we will make sure that. Uh, if you're doing painting, that the paint doesn't drop on the floor, That make sure that the edges are done cut nicely so that the paint doesn't go on to. It's like coloring and making sure that the, the, uh, uh, the, um, uh, the colors don't go over the, 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 over the edge. And in, in that way, you can look at all the other things which we do, uh, where we try and be as good as possible, as perfect as possible uh, to make things work. That's not a that's not a bad thing. It's not a, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing actually because uh, it it's it make you people can rely on you to do a good job, uh, and uh, people can rely on uh, you to uh, to uh, to achieve that level of uh, of, uh, of of perfection. And one of the ways you make out from body language point of view is that uh, when they when when they're talking to you. Uh, they may hold their hands in front of you, with their fingers touching. I don't know whether you've noticed this. You must notice this, uh, Shabat, and and the listeners. Um, and you see them holding the you know, thumb touches, touching the thumb, the index finger touching the index finger, the the middle finger touching the middle finger, the the ring finger touching the ring finger, and the little finger touching the little finger. And they're standing like that there. It's not easy to do that, you know, uh, with, while you're talking to somebody. Uh, yeah, so. That's a sign of a person being a, a perfectionist. It's a sign of a person being very um, uh, who, really, who 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 is um, uh, who, who, who who practices uh, details. He does things in detail, or she does things in detail. So that's not OCD. OCD is a situation where you have to do. Your body tells you. Your mind tells you. Not your body. Your mind tells you. To do certain things in a certain way, otherwise it doesn't work. So you'll do like a ritual, and and that's where that's OCD. OCD means that you will. You, for for instance, uh, you may want you may want to walk on. You may be walking uh, on tiles in a um, uh, shopping mall, and uh, and uh, your your mind will tell you, you know what? You must step on the tile. Don't step. Where the mortar, where the grout is, you must step on the tile. Uh, so you, so you find them stepping on the tile. They don't step on the grout uh, because they, they feel, they say something bad is going to happen to me if I step on the grout. So they will only step on the tile and they walk only on the tiles. Uh, that's one form of uh, obsessive-compulsive uh, disorder. The other commonest one is to do with cleanliness. And so they will wash themselves and wash themselves and wash themselves because they feel that they haven't cleaned, cleaned themselves enough. And so they'll have a bath, uh, they'll have a shower, uh, and they'll soap themselves and wash the soap off, and then will soap themselves again and wash the soap off. And in fact, we know of cases where they can finish one bar of soap at a time, and they can be in the bathroom for, for an hour, wash, uh, having a shower um, one after another after another because they feel that... Uh, they they need to have that they need to have put the water over them ten times, so they'll they'll wash and then they'll stop and then they'll wash again and then they'll stop and then they'll wash again. They have to go through that cycle of seven, ten, whatever they have decided, whatever their mind tells them. Uh, they will go through that cycle, and that's why it takes them so long because they're going through a ritual. They're going through a way in which uh, that ritual gives them comfort. Because if they don't do it according to that ritual, they get anxious. Very, very, very anxious. And that anxious and that anxiety is so troublesome to them, so bad, uh, that it overwhelms them. The anxiety overwhelms them because they didn't do the ritual. So now they have to do the ritual to get rid of the anxiety. That's the only way they can function. So, uh, you know, obsessive compulsive disorder is, you know, uh, there's a whole range some people have a, had it very mildly. no problem with that. Some people have it very mildly there 's no problem it doesn 't affect them it doesn 't affect anybody else around them and most people keep it a secret they nobody knows about it and uh, you know they, uh, salah, they may uh, they may they may want to uh, uh, read in a certain way they they may need they may need to make an action after the salah uh, to for them to 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 feel that the salah has been accepted, so they may touch their head, and they may touch their shoulder, they may touch their legs, and and so you see them sitting there after the salah. They'll touch their head, they'll touch their shoulder, they'll touch their they'll touch, they'll touch their knees, uh, and uh, you, you know you wonder what's going on because that's not part of the salah, uh, but it's part of the ritual uh, that is making them do that. Uh, uh, because if they don't do that, uh, they get anxious and they feel that. The salah is not accepted and the salah is not valid. So to them, uh, that's, that's that ritual needs to be done. Uh, but, but you know, it's all in the mind. It's it's a mind taking control of of the body. The mind is taking control of you. So these small little episodes of obsessive compulsive disorder is not a problem. Uh, it doesn't cause any problem to anybody and it doesn't cause much problem to people around you around. But where it becomes a problem is that if it starts affecting your life and it starts affecting the life of people around you, then it's a problem. But then it becomes a problem. Now you have to do something about it. But, you know, we always say that there is a, there's a start to everything. Uh, so when you see obsessive compulsive behavior, you need to try and get rid of it. Because if you don't get rid of it, the chances are that it's going to get worse as you get older. And we see this in older people as well. And, it, and it, sometimes it takes up a lot of their time for nothing, absolutely nothing. They're just doing the ritual just to satisfy uh, their mind so that they don't get that anxiety that I was speaking to about, about earlier. That anxiety is a real bad thing. And, and, and to avoid that anxiety, they are forced to do these rituals. They are forced to go through this process. Uh, and usually uh, it's a secret. They don't tell anybody about it. Uh, because they know that it's not right, uh, but they have to do it. Otherwise, the anxiety overwhelms them. So, you, you know. Uh, so you, you took the example of voodoo. Yes, uh, they need to make voodoo, and in a certain way. And if they don't do it in that certain way, they need to do it again, and uh, and and to make sure that it's done the correct way. And if they miss something out, even if, even if they if they did it, but if they think they missed the thing out they'll do it again. Or they may say that, uh, you know, for my wudu to be accepted, I need to do it five times. Uh, So they they make wudu five times. Uh, and And then only will they get peace of mind to be able to read the salah. If they do the wudu once, they don't get peace of mind, they get anxious, they get uneasy, they get restless, so the salah is wasted because they cannot concentrate on the salah. So they know that. So for them to... To, to get peace in the Salah, they have to follow the ritual of going through that process of making, say, example, five voodoos. Then then they feel satisfied, then they can read the Salah in peace. So so o- OCD is driven by anxiety. And if we can understand that part and say, you know what, uh, this is just a mind thing. It's a mind thing, it's 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 not it's got nothing to do with anything else. And so uh, we need to try and, you know, cut down, cut cut it down. Maybe from five to four, and then from four to three. Showing them that look, you can you can do it. Even if you do four, it's fine. Uh, you you'll still be able to concentrate in your salat. And and they need to work through this. Uh, and uh, and uh, uh, with a counselor, it's even better. Uh, the counselor can uh, give them coping skills of how to manage. How to do whatever their their, their obsession is, uh, and and try and cut down and somebody holding their hand, uh, somebody that they can talk to confidentially because remember it's a secret they don't want to tell anybody any uh, about this, uh, but between them, uh, between themselves and the counsellor, uh, it becomes a bit easier for them to follow the instructions and try and get this under control. Uh, but you know it's 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 it can it can be very overwhelming not only for them but for family members as well.
1: Tell you, doctor, you are very therapeutic. I don't know if anyone has told you that, but a mashallah, made uh, for the Ummah and uh, for all and sundry. Now, doctor, you know, uh, are these uh, people that suffer from OCD? Are they uh, perhaps uh, very intelligent or they're so brainy that they're on the brink of insanity? Or Is OCD triggered off uh, by some, you know, bad past or something like that? How does uh, uh, this equation work, uh, doctor?
0: no it it can affect anybody it, uh, you don 't have to be intelligent you can be anybody you can it uh, can you, you know I was, uh, uh, we had a maid once, and uh, she was uh, she was obsessive compulsive and she had to I uh, was just watching her cleaning the mirror she she had to clean the mirror uh, i don 't know how many times, but a set, i i think it may have been up seven times. She had to clean the mirror seven times before she was satisfied that the mirror was clean so every time she cleaned the mirror she would clean it and then go back to it and clean it again and go back to it and clean it again and keep going again and doing it. And she was hardly getting much done uh, in the house because everything that she had to do, she had to do a certain number of times uh, until she got satisfied that, uh, that, uh, that it was done correctly. If she didn't do it uh, that number of times, she she'll get anxiety. She will feel anxious about it and, say, and feel that she didn't do a good job about it. So that would worry her that. That, uh, that she didn't do a good job. So, um, so you know, it can affect anybody, whether they're rich or poor, whether they're intelligent or not intelligent. Yes, we are seeing an increase in obsessive-compulsive disorders over the years. Uh, nobody knows why. Uh, I, you know, it, it, we don't know. We don't know what, what's causing the problem. Um, it's, it's just something that we notice. Maybe we are more... Uh, paying more attention to it so we are now uh seeing more people with it because we understand the disease a bit better not fully but a bit better uh before of course uh, they you know you would pass it off as somebody he's very finicky or he's very uh, uh you know he is he, very uh, particular about himself or herself uh that's how we would pass it off and not pay too much attention to it uh, but now because people know about it they they can see that this happening in front of them, but the person who actually has it, uh, has, is, you know, doesn't, it's, key, it's a secret. They don't want others to know about it uh, because it's something that they know is silly, is stupid, but uh, they have to do it to, to keep that anxiety away. So, yeah, yeah, it can affect anybody, and the incidence is increasing.
1: Ah, uh, looking at a message uh, that's uh, come through, and it says, uh, alaikum uh, Dr. Farooq Afzali. Allah keep you. Allah bless you, and grant your sister the highest jannah. Uh, jannah uh, subifiruz. Yes, our doctor lost his sister recently, and alhamdulillah, Allah make it easy for family members. And doctor, you know, as we put your composite out, uh, you know, many many uh, uh, questions do come in, and uh, we look. Uh, this question says, uh, "Our grandfather, who is uh, 80, 85 years old." was uh, not compulsive in washing his hands so often, but at this age he's washing it so often and he's putting a lot of uh, perfume also. Is this a sign of OCD or is uh, our grandfather just particular? He's still, mashallah, very alert and alive. Uh, doctor, how you respond uh, to that?
0: Uh, you know, it doesn't sound like uh, OCD. I think it may be uh, something that he has uh, he has decided to do. Uh, putting a lot of perfume may be a sign of attraction. He needs, He may need people. He may, he may need the attention of people. So he's trying to uh, attract people. Um, but remember, at, at, uh, as as we get older, we also have dementia starting. And sometimes the dementia starts in this way: uh, where you you forgot you wash your hands, so you have to go and wash your hands again, and you forget your, you forget to wash your hands, and you forgot about it, so you go and wash your hands again, and. And you put your perfume on and you forgot to put it on so you put it on again and and in that way that's dementia that that's not ocd Uh, so sometimes you know you know dementia doesn't just start suddenly and in in a bad way there are certain signs very early in dementia uh where you can you can get symptoms like this happening uh and we just need to pay attention to what else is happening in the house uh, what else he's doing uh, which he's being forgetful about uh, recent events something that he Something that he may have done just recently, he may have forgotten. And uh, so we just need to look at that and see whether uh, the dementia is developing or not.
1: Well, you know, we live in a country that is, uh, you know, high in crime and burglary takes place all the time. And, uh, you know, as an individual, you go around checking up the lock and you check up the burglar guard, you check your window, you take a walk around the house, you see all the lights are on and uh, so forth. So, you know, and uh, you check your gates out. For the third or fourth time before you got to go to sleep i mean surely that is not ocd doctor
0: no that's perfectly normal absolutely normal that and uh, that's not a problem but if you had to do it five times or seven times then that's ocd you had to do it for a number of times you have to do the same ritual and number so you do it once then you come to your bed and you say no i have to do it again you go back and you say no i have to do this again and until you've done the seven times then you feel satisfied your anxiety goes away and you can go to sleep but suppose you did it three times you know your partner will tell you you know you just checked it you checked it three times everything is locked why are you going back to do it you know and and if they force them to sleep they'll have anxiety they won't be able to sleep they won't be able to sleep until they go back again and check it for the number of times that they decided that they need to do it for it to work so that's ocd so if you just do it once no problem if you do it sometimes you 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 can say oh you know what i i locked the window i i did close the door but i'm not sure whether i i put the top latch on or not that's no problem you can go back and check it that's not ocd that's just uh, double checking on what you did uh and uh Yeah, so so you know that's that's quite okay.
1: Uh, People, many people do that, and that's not OCT. Well, you got a reassurance there. Is that better? Yeah. Tie your camels and go look around uh, what's happening. And as the doctor said, provided you don't do it 10, 20, 30 times, then that is OCD. Uh, Anonymous uh, Brother says, yeah, my wife is uh, uh, prone uh, to uh, spring cleaning uh, very often. And I like keeping my tools and so forth. uh, But she's thrown quite a few of my old tools out. She says, I love hoarding. But I find it quite uh, alarming, doctor, because she has also thrown some of my uh, very important tools, like my soldering iron and my soldiers out. I don't know what to do. Is she OCD? Doctor, how do you respond to our brother here? Uh, no. Again, uh, OCD is
0: concerned with the person themselves. It's not concerned with other people around them. It's their own illness. It's their own problem. Uh, It doesn't involve usually doesn't involve other people, but for cleanliness, uh, it can involve other people because you are cleaning your house, uh, and it may it may impact on uh, other people staying in the house. Um, uh, But but you know uh, you know to to keep a house clean, absolutely perfect. You 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 know if you are a perfectionist, no problem, because you will make sure that you have cleaned the house thoroughly each time. But that's not OCD. OCD is that you will have to clean the house a certain number of times before you get relief, before you feel that the house is clean. So um, no, I think uh, maybe uh, you know this person has got a wife who doesn't like to uh, keep uh, things that don't look good uh, or something that, uh, that causes a bit of a mess. Uh, so uh, you know, in a situation like this, we must always remember in our marriages, all of us must remember in our marriages that we can't although we are married to each other, we cannot be the same we each of us have to lead our own lives to a certain extent, so you do your thing, I do my thing, and you can, you feel happy doing your thing, I feel happy doing my thing and we we meet and we do common things together and we 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 do you know we we pray together we uh we laugh together we go for a walk together we do all the all the other things that husbands and wives do together but when when doing at certain times of the day you do your thing and you feel happy about it i do my thing and i feel happy about it and each one of us should not interfere with the life of the of your partner we should let them do whatever they want to do which satisfies them which makes them feel happy and in that way, you will get a very good relationship between husband and wife, because some, of the, some part of the day, you're doing things that please you, and other parts of the day, you are with your partner, uh, doing things together. So when each one of us does that, we will have a very harmonious relationship, relationship uh, in the marriage.
1: Another question here, and uh, brothers, hey, brothers are staying anonymous. I don't know why, doctor. Uh, brother says, uh, I want to tell Dr. Faru Kafiji I, I have a domestic for my wife, uh, and but my wife insists that she must do the cleaning herself at certain uh, uh, stages uh, in the house. But she doesn't let the domestic do that. And after that, doctor, she complains of backache and this ache and all aches. But I tell her, I gave you a domestic to help you out. And then she gets very angry with me. Is she on the OCD trip, uh, doctor? <laughs> Doc? Well, she could
0: be a perfectionist, and she feels that nobody can do the job better than she can. Mm. Uh, that, that may be the reason. Uh, she, she feels that, uh, you know, I, nobody, I need to do it myself for me to know that it's done properly. That's not OCD, that, that's perfectionism. Um, OCD is now, again, you have to count the number of times she does it. Uh, and, of course, with OCD, it will take them a long, very long time to clean the house because they go, they go through a ritual to clean the house and uh, they get stuck uh, doing the rituals and it takes them a very long time to do it. But, you know, uh, when it comes to a point where it is, is it affecting their lives, if it's, it's affecting their relationships, it's affecting the work uh, and they can't get going then, you know, you have to resort to medication. People don't like to take medication, but in this instant where it is it is affecting the life of people, you need to start taking medication to help you get over it. And there are medications available. They are quite safe, and uh, they don't have to be taken for life. Uh, they, they need to be taken for maybe a year or two uh, and for you to get used to the fact that you don't have to do the ritual is in so many times or in certain pattern or in certain way uh uh so you know it's not only numbers uh you know they, they 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 may they may see they may say that for me to get to the front door, I must touch this carpet, I must go and touch that carpet, and then I must go to the front door so every time they leave the house, they touch that carpet they touch that carpet, and then they go out of the house this is also it's a ritual, so that's o c d so uh, so, but if it comes to uh, do, do this, it's not affecting anybody, so it's okay. But if if it is affecting your job, your life, your your work, your partner, your relationship with your spouse, then of course there are medications available, uh, which which has to be taken every day uh, for for your mind to to settle down and for your mind to absorb the fact that you can do these things without the anxiety. So these medications also keep the anxiety away. So when you when you do when you try and control these rituals uh, to to try and heal yourself when you try and control these rituals, uh, you you the medication is there like a crutch helping you to get over this so that you can get the realization at the end that you can do these things without going through the ritual and nothing happens. It's just a mind thing, something that's happening in the mind. So there you know you can use it the medication for a year or two or sometimes even three years in bad cases and then slowly wean them off the medication. These medications are not addictive and they help quite a bit in controlling OCD.
1: You know, doctor, this is a way the beauty of you being a specialist, a family a physician, and, uh, you know, people definitely sometimes are misdiagnosed. And I mean, are you actually, if you get to know the history of a family or you get to know uh, the, the genealogy and you can, you know, you can put the pieces together and give a, uh, you know, a powerful advice or a very comprehensive advice, uh, then, you know, how many times uh, do people with OCD, maybe, maybe, doctor, they get misdiagnosed? Is there such cases?
0: Yes, of course, yeah, uh, because we need to go according to the history uh, of the person, because uh, examining a person with OCD, you find nothing wrong with them. everything is perfect, their, their physical health is perfect, so you can't you can't you know you can 't do any blood tests, you can 't do any investigations, x -rays, or anything to make the diagnosis of OCD. The diagnosis of OCD is made on what the person tells you and what the people around that person tells you. So the person may deny it. So, you know, I may get a teenager coming and saying, uh, I'm okay, nothing wrong with me. And you examine the person, and it's fine, everything is okay. You ask the father, what's wrong? And he says, you know what? He spends 45 minutes in the bathroom under the shower. So, uh, now that's unreasonable, that. Uh, That's really unreasonable. So you ask him, why are you spending so much of time in the shower? 45 minutes is a long time. Oh, no. Uh, no. Then you say, no, I'm not, I don't spend 45 minutes. I spend maybe 20 minutes. See, they, they lessen the time. Because they don't want, it's a secret. They don't want people to know what they're actually doing. In fact, they, they, they feel foolish to tell you that they need to have a shower 10 times before they feel that they are clean enough. So they feel a bit embarrassed to do that. So they don't want anybody to know. So, 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 so in the history, there will be a conflict, there will be a conflict of not, uh, you know, so if you talk to the person, you, you make a diagnosis, you say, no, this person doesn't have OCD, you talk to the, uh, the relatives, and, and they listen to their story, you say, no, this person has OCD, you see the difference. The problem is, uh, who you talk to, and, and what kind of history you're getting. And that will give you the final diagnosis.
1: You know, you make a good point there, indeed. And, uh, Doctor, you know, you find individuals. I mean, in your case, in your profession, lady, uh, and uh, many, many embrace and celebrate you. But then you find these types of individuals. I mean, uh, generally, human beings know who they are. But people that have weak minds and they're surrounded by someone, they tell, oh, but you know, you have a fault, you're like this, and you're lagging that. And there are certain individuals that like to dominate other individuals and make them feel inferior. Uh, you know, how do you uh, counteract individuals like that? And this was a, a question that uh, was put into my head by this Anim friend of mine. He said that many are, uh, you, you know, coaxed into believing that they are inferior and they have a mental problem. How do you counteract that, doctor?
0: Well, these are people, the people who do this are people who are controlling people. They, they want to control everyone. Uh, they feel very satisfied if people are under them. They can control things. And everything that happens has to be done according to how they want it done. So this is a major problem in marriages as well. Uh, because you get one dominant partner who is a control freak. And then, and he wants or she wants everything to be done according to how he or she wants it to be done. Uh, you're not giving your partner an opportunity uh, to have a say. Uh, you, 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 you control the. Per- you know, this control thing is a very, very, very bad thing. It breaks relationships. It is you know, a person who's normal uh, will, will will go crazy living with a person who's who's a control who's a controlling person, and in fact. Uh, we find that as the marriage goes on, uh, it's the person who is controlled will probably end up with, with depression and anxiety. And it's, and the person who is being controlled will end up with medication for depression. But in the meantime, the patient is not the person who's being uh, controlled. The patient is actually the person who's controlling, who has this controlling Personality, and that's not a very good thing it 's a real real bad thing in a marriage and if you If you are in a situation like that and you have a situation where either your son or your daughter or your husband or your wife is 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 in a controlling situation, please talk to somebody about it. talk to somebody about it because you need to break that cycle, otherwise whatever relationship you are in is going to be detrimental to that relationship. Uh, people can't survive. Living with a person who's who's a control freak, uh, they 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 are really uh, are, are very difficult to live with because they control bank accounts, they control uh, what you do, where you go for a holiday, uh, what time you go, uh, control your whole life, and so you don't you don't you don't live your life, you're living the life of another person, and uh, that of course will make you feel very uneasy, unhappy. And and you probably end up with anxiety and depression.
1: Doctor, you know, that's a very powerful point uh, you brought in there. I mean, let's interrogate it a little more. It's like, uh, you know, you've got a sensor board there. <laughs> you know, so you've got an age restriction. Eh? You can do this and you can't do that. And if that's uh, this is on your phone, delete that or that contact must be taken off the equation and so forth. But you do it my way or the highway. And if this control freak is uh, not obeyed and you disobey them, uh, perhaps uh, they can even... Uh, call the police in for you and say, you know what, this person is uh, he's abusing me, you know, turning the tables or playing the, the victim and saying this is like a gen, a gender-based violence. And uh, perhaps uh, the control freak, uh, if it uh, happens to be a female, you know, some of them may call the cops and say, this guy has done this to me and this done. Can they fake things like this because that guy is not under their control or is getting out of their leash? How do you handle a situation like this, doctor?
0: Yeah, it's, a, it's not an easy situation. It's a very bad, very, very bad situation. We, uh, you know, they, they use uh, the word freak for, for the control freak, uh, because, you know, it's not normal. It's, uh, it's something that uh, uh, that's abnormal in that person, uh, but they don't know it. They feel that they need to control it. Uh, otherwise, things are going to go out of hand. They have a very powerful force within them to make sure that everything around them is controlled by them they control everything they control what you what what groceries is in, brought into the house they control what cooking what what needs to be cooked they control where you need to go who your friends are uh, they 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 control where you go what you do they control everything so you know, as i said earlier you the person who is being controlled doesn't live their life uh, they live the life of the controller, uh, and of course you can't live like this. And and many many marriages break up because of this reason. Uh, and sometimes you you find out you find that a marriage has gone for 20 years or 30 years, and suddenly they break up. And this is one of the most common reasons why they break up because when the kids are gone now the control uh, the control is not on the kids anymore. And usually you find. That kids living in a home where where the father is controlling or the mother is controlling they'll want to leave home as soon as possible and and once they leave home they'll make very frequent trips to the house uh, they won't want to will con- have as little contact as possible and then so the person who is who is controlling will start controlling the person next to them and and that 's when uh you know the children are gone out of the house, so now the the controller will now control the other partner. And that partner will find it absolutely impossible to live uh, because uh, the con- all the control is now focused on that partner. And that's why you'll find marriages coming at 25 years and 30 years and 35 years and then they break up. Uh, and, and, and because uh, this is, is very difficult to live with a person who's controlling. So if you are one of those people who are a controlling person, you have to tell yourself there is no need for you to control anything. There is no need for you to control anybody else. You just have to control yourself. Allah Ta'ala is looking after us. Allah Ta'ala is caring, caring for us. Allah Ta'ala knows exactly what we're doing. And if we are controlling people and we are absolutely telling them what to do and, and where to go and who their friends should be, and of course, religion-wise is different. Uh, religion-wise, if, if it's correct religiously, that's fine. But if not relig- is not religiously uh, uh, associated, and the person is controlling even small things about what tea to buy and, uh, and what sugar to buy, and that, control, that type of controlling uh, is, is, is abnormal, and, the, and you need to realize that there is something wrong with you that's creating the problem in your, in your relationship. So you have to accept the fact that you need treatment, and you need to try and get out of this controlling mode and try and save the relationships with your spouse and with your children, because children you'll find will keep
1: away from you uh, if you if you are a, if you have a controlling personality. Doctor, you know you're amazing eh? because uh, there's something you said there, and uh, I remember having this conversation with a Musalli, uh about uh, two months ago he's talking about the same scenario you're talking about you know my kids have left the house because uh, the wife was like this and she does this and that and now when they come they come for a very short while but they're happy as soon as they say sometime they tell he told me that they tell him that they want to go as quick as possible because mom has started all over again being that control freak and you know, causing uh, this uh, type of uh, uh, scenario in the kids that they don't want to be near their mom. Uh, but is there a, a solution there, doctor? Perhaps you know we should uh, that problem should be uh, solved there and then. Get the children in, get the dad in, or get other family members in, get the elders in, and thrash the matter out. Doctor, what's your thoughts? No, it
0: doesn't work. Uh, it, doesn't work. Wow. it doesn't work until until hmm. the person who's controlling. Realizes that they are controlling, and usually they'll deny it. They'll absolutely deny it, because that's that's another way of controlling you yourself. <laughs> so they will deny it, and so uh, you can go around and around in circles. They will deny it, absolutely deny it, uh, and so uh, it is very difficult to get through to them. Uh, they need to first understand that they control. They are controlling. So you can give examples to them. And they were justified by saying, but but uh, uh, he, uh, he, he, he's controlling his wife. Then he'll say, but she's she's useless because she doesn't even know how to run the bank account. The reason why she's useless and doesn't know how to run the bank account because he has never allowed her to do it. He's he's controlling the bank account from the time they got married. And so this poor woman doesn't know what an app on the phone, bank app on the phone looks like uh, because he's, he's disallowed her to have it. And now he's accusing her of not knowing about it, therefore he is controlling the bank account because she doesn't know. But he doesn't, he doesn't realize that he's the one who didn't give her the, the chance to learn how to do, that, do this. So you see how it goes, it, it, it's, a, it's a very, very difficult thing. So the person who is controlling needs to realize that I am controlling, and I don't want to be controlling. Because it's going to affect the relationship with my spouse. It's going to affect the relationship with my children and my grandchildren. So if you want a happy home, you want people to come and visit you, your family to come and visit you, 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 must, be, you must get rid of these, uh, these funny things that happen in our lives. Take away these personality uh, problems. The personality problems are very difficult to get, get rid of. The only way you can get rid of them is by self-analysis and by realizing that you have a problem and most of these people who are controlled who are controlling people they don't have the realization that they are the ones who have the problem
1: doctor you know you said it so uh, you know convincingly to me now you know it's like it's given me a shock and i'm just like stunned in the corner here and you know in other words if you uh, confront them so they if, if, if there's a crowd there they will turn the table and uh, the tables and uh, make you feel the victim He said why did you call up this meeting you've insulted me so you insulted their pride you know perhaps this is they are selfish to such an extent that they don't realize their folly even if the children give evidence against them they say no 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 he managed to manipulate the children or he or she managed to manipulate them to make me look like a fool uh, doctor
0: yeah that's what happens actually and it's very difficult to, to convince them to to get some therapy done Uh, to try and help them to understand that there is no need for them to control anything. Uh, uh, And and the urge to control things is so great in them that uh, they they need to control things. If they don't control things, they feel like things are not done properly and they're not done according to how it should be done. Uh, Because only they and they alone know how to do it. And only they and they alone can control things, nobody else. uh it's not it's a false belief it's a false belief uh but they believe in it they absolutely believe in it and that's the problem and uh but but if you're a person like that really if you're listening you're a person like that you know you're only causing a problem for yourself because you are going to distance your spouse you are going to distance your children from you and you are going to distance your grandchildren from you because nobody likes a controlling person so if you are a controlling person. Please seek help, try and get this control thing away from you, and let everyone do whatever they want to do as long as it's within Sharia, and let everyone, because if you don't do what you want to do, you cannot be happy. If you don't do what your heart tells you to do within Sharia, then you won't be happy. You have to do what your heart tells you to do for you to be happy. Therefore, if, you, if you're not given that chance, there'll be unhappiness in the house. Now, you ask yourself, do you want your house to be a happy house or do you want your house to be a miserable house? You can, you can decide. You can work out what you want. But most people will say, I need, I want a very happy happy house. I need everyone to come in and feel free and, and nobody tells anybody what to do. You only tell people what to do if they ask you what needs to be done. Otherwise, don't tell them. Don't tell them what to do until they tell you, you know what, I want to buy a car. What car do you think I should buy? If they say, I want to buy a car, and they stop, you don't tell them what car to buy, because that's controlling. Uh, but you can give them advice and say, you know what, you should look at this car, you should look at that car, but don't tell them which one to buy, because that's controlling. So, uh, But, but if, you, if, 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 the, if the person tells you, if your son comes and tells you, I want to buy a car, and then you, you say, you know what, uh, what car do you want, and let them decide what car they want. You can't decide for them. That's the problem. Uh, with many many families that we we see and and that's a result and 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 that's the cause of breakdown in marriages uh to a large extent as well
1: yeah i know doctor you make a very valid point indeed eh? In the instance, uh, you know, let's take a hypothetical uh, hypothetical case here where the husband uh, or the children uh, tell the, the, the father, oh, dad, you know what, uh, all these years, you know, you took good care of us and you've been so good to us. Now we're earning a fantabulous amount of uh, money. And, you know, we, we want to buy a new car. We want you to buy a new car. What's your car? And maybe the father said, okay, my beloved children, buy me a sports car. And the wife stops it. Uh, how would you categorize the wife then, uh, doctor? Well, uh, no, I think, I think,
0: you know, again, it's a shared thing because it depends who they're buying the car for. If they're buying the car for the father only, mm. that's his choice. But if they buying the car for them to use, then the wife has, the mother also has a choice. And so she may be thinking that, look, if he's buying a sports car, he's going to start attracting all the young women. Now there's going to be a problem for mm. me. So I can't, I have to say, no, don't buy a sports car. <laughs> <But>
1: <laughs> Got you, Doc. Beautiful. I, mean, so that, I don't know. That's, that's uh, comprehensive. I mean, I, I mean, doctor makes a lot of sense. And I don't know, old cha-cha there, maybe he'll even change his hairstyle and change his hair <laughs> diet. So you know there's something there. Good point there, Doc, and uh, point taken. Yeah, so there too, uh, the children uh, who are, mashallah, magnanimous, who want to do things like this, make sure that when you make a decision like this, get mom and dad both involved, uh, doctor. Yes, Absolutely, yeah. You have to, yeah. Alhamdulillah, full marks to you there, doctor. Uh, looking at a message from Masi uh, uh, Masi says, Assalamu alaikum. I really enjoyed Dr. Farouk Afiji with you, Brother Shafaaz. Allah bless him now and forever. I have a problem with my grandson. He always comes to me for reassurance. Is he uh, on the brink of becoming OCD? Uh, how do you respond to uh, Masi there, doctor? No, uh, you know, it's difficult without
0: knowing the full... Full history of what actually happened, but just on the top of it, from what you're saying, uh, this grandchild is, loving, is lacking self-confidence, uh, and uh, so maybe that's the reason why the the question, the the reassurance that he needs reassurance all the time, uh, because he's not not prepared to make the commitment because he doesn't have enough self-esteem. He's not confident within himself to make the decision. And that usually happens because of the way parents have brought them up. Um, Because if the parents bring a child up, doing everything for the child, sorting out the school problems, any problems in the school, they go to school and they sort the problem out. Any problems in the madrasa, they go to the madrasa and talk to the madrasa teacher and try and sort the problem out. They don't allow the child to do it. They don't allow the child to go through the pain of sorting their own problems out. And 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 uh, any decision that needs to be made, the parents make the decision for the child. For the result that the child grows up not having to make any decisions whatsoever. Every decision has been made for them by their parents. Sometimes, the decisions can be quite painful and, and discomfort. So, and the parents don't want the child to go through that discomfort. But actually, you're doing the child a disservice by not allowing the child to go through that that uh, that discomfort. You must allow them to go through the discomfort if there is a need for them to go through that discomfort. Because that's that's a growing up phase. That's what makes them stronger. That's what makes them decide what to do. They make mistakes. Let them make the mistakes in your house. Let them make the mistakes while they're with you. It's okay because you can always cover up the mistakes. But, but you know, the way to 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 gain more confidence is to be able to be uh, to 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 be able to make your own decisions about what you want. Um, again, within Sharia, of course, and uh, you you need to decide what you want to do, what color what color kulta you want to wear. And what uh, what kind of, what kind of hat you want? Uh, or what what kind of um, uh, shirt you want to use, or whatever whatever shoe you want to buy? Uh, leave the choice to the child as the child grows older. Uh, give them a chance, and that that way you are di- you are di- and 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 praise their choice. Don't say oh you 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 bought you bought such a such a bad color. Uh, it doesn't look nice on you. That will that will bring the child's self esteem down. You need to. Praise the child. Whatever the child, whatever the child uh, of course, it, it's outlandish is a different thing. But if it's within reason, praise the child. Say, no, you made, you made a good choice. That's a good choice. In that way, you build a self-confidence. So this grandmother needs to build. A, it's very difficult for her to do it because uh, this child looks like this grandchild uh, needs a lot of self-assurance, a lot of confidence building, uh, and that takes time.
1: Lovely there, Doctor. I'm looking at uh, Faisal's message here. He just sent us uh, some short snippets. I'm going to read it to you quickly. He says five things uh, you should know about OCD. Uh, Number one, it is uh, common. A couple of kids in our school probably have it too. It's like a hiccup. You are not uh, doing anything wrong. OCD is like a hiccup that uh, you can't control. Uh, Number three, it is uh, not your personality. OCD is not uh, who you are. It is an illness like a common cold. Number four, it can get worse if you don't treat it. It is important to get a treatment and not wait uh, too long. It is uh, fixable. There are ways to fix your OCD and stop the urges. Dr. Hafaji and Shafaz Samad Khan, I've been listening to you guys for many years. It's a treat when both of you come on as a team. Jazakallah khaira for that, uh, Faisal. But uh, this is uh, Dr. Farooq Afiti with his uh, Noor and his Barakah that adds value to the, uh, uh, to the program. Doctor, how you respond to Faisal there?
0: You're absolutely right. That's exactly what it is all about, yes. Uh, so it can be fixed, and, it, and the earlier you start fixing it, the better. Watch out for symptoms of OCD in children. Uh, because you need to nip it in the bud, otherwise it gets out of hand. And uh, if you if you are an adult and you have OCD, please get it under control as, as as best as you can, as quickly as you can, because OCD generally becomes worse as you get older and it becomes intolerable for you and for the people around you. And if you have to have caregivers, it becomes even worse as you get older. You need to get it out and, and it can be treatable. It, it can be, you can get over it uh, without much problems
1: absolutely doctor and Alhamdulillah you know as we go through the tapestry of life uh, we get a lot of pressures coming through and Alhamdulillah you know there was uh, this Azim friends of mine you know we always uh, thank Allah we have uh, you know our, our friends that, that embrace and celebrate us and uh, uh, you know we are grateful to Allah that they even talk to us and uh, one of them told me you know Shafat uh, when you get OCD or you have this problems, then we have the three cools you know Surah Ikhlas cool Awzibin Rabbin Falak and Nas uh, these are you know antidotes uh, perhaps of the whispering of shaitan that you know brings people into the clutches of OCD. Perhaps your thoughts and uh, your parting words uh, this evening, Doctor.
0: Yes, this must be like a compulsory thing for us to recite these uh, three surahs in uh, morning and evening, uh, and it must become like an obsession for us uh, to make sure that we read this uh, these uh, three uh, three calls uh, in the morning and in the evening uh, without. Uh, without fail and uh, it is definitely a protection from allah taala guaranteed protection from allah taala and what more do we want allah taala is there for us he knows what we need to do uh, he 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 knows what uh, what we need to do to try and protect ourselves and he's given us a formula he's given us a prescription uh, we just need to do it so uh, and and we need to teach our children to do this as well so uh, morning and evening absolutely three times and morning one will protect you during the day and the night one will protect you at night. And so we need to do this all the
1: time. People, wise word from a wise physician, uh, Dr. Faruq Khaffarji. Uh, Jazakallah khair for being with us uh, once again on the platform, the Marka Sahaba, the voice of the Ahl sunnah wal Jama'ah. Another fortnight's time, inshallah, we'll be in your pious and sagacious company. And inshallah, you have a blessed evening ahead. And uh, as I said, we'll talk to you soon. as alaikum, wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Time for us to go for the Isha and inshallah we will continue after that.